Christy and welcome to Curiosity, where kids share, learn and have fun together. I'm your host, Samad Chita. I'm starting this week's show with two easy questions for all of you. Are you ready? Here you go. What is the spelling of definitely? You think you got that, right? Now, the second one. What is the longest or toughest word you know and can you spell it? While you take time to answer these questions, listen to a few answers from my friends and family. Hello, sir, and welcome to Kidacity. Hi. So, what is the spelling of definitely? It's uh, D-E-F-I-N-I-T-E-L-Y. D-E-F-I-N-I-T-E-L-Y. D-E-F-E-N-I-T-I-L-Y. D-E-F-I-N-I-T-E-L-Y. Okay, so please spell the longest word you know. Oh, that's a tough one. Let me think. Uh, procrastination. It's P-R-O-C-R-A-S-T-I-N-A-T-I-O-N. Okay, so and what's the meaning of that? Uh, that means to delay, to delay things. I'll go with Mississippi, M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Okay, what is the meaning of Mississippi? It's the river, Mississippi River. Yes. Okay. The longest word I know is incomprehensible. Okay. Um, and the meaning is difficult to understand, difficult to comprehend. Okay, so, and the spelling is? Is I-N-C-O-N-P-R-E-H-E-N-S-I-B-L-E. Okay. Incomprehensible. Okay, so that's a compound word, right? Right. Okay, thank you. Did you get the spelling of definitely right? Let me give you the right answer. It is D-E-F-I-N-I-T-E-L-Y. And the longest word I know is Nimono Ultra Microscopic Silico Volcanoconiosis, which is a type of lung disease. It also happens to be the longest word in the English dictionary. Now... Do you know why I ask these questions? Because this week, we will discover the magic of language through spellings. I will start with some good news from around the world. Talk about a book about two people's effort to simplify English. A TV show about a world-famous spelling competition. And finally, some interesting things about words and spellings. Let's get started with some good news. We are all aware of the ongoing COVID-19 or coronavirus issue. Do you know that there is a country that is free from coronavirus now? Any guesses? It is New Zealand. The Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern announced last week that there was no coronavirus cases in the country for 24 days straight. Isn't that wonderful? 
Do you know the deepest point of the ocean? It is called the Challenger Deep and it is 10,928 meters deep. It is in the Western Pacific Ocean. The closest landmass is Guam, a territory of the US, which is 200 miles from the trench. Only 8 people have reached the Challenger Deep so far. This week, Miss Katie Sullivan, a former astronaut, became the first person to visit both the Space and Challenger Deep. The mission to reach the bottom of the ocean took 10 hours and she was accompanied by Mr. Victor Vescalvo, a decorated explorer. He is the first person to have visited the top of every continent, both poles and the deepest point of the ocean. The monsoons have arrived in India in the early part of June and by last week most of the country had received its first monsoon shower. The summer has officially come to an end. This brings us to the end of this week's good news. You are still with me summer and now it's time for you should read my brief review of a children's book that I love reading and hope you will too. In celebration of reading and spellings, I will talk about the book An Inconvenient Alphabet by Beth Anderson. This is a real story of how Benjamin Franklin, the founding father of the United States, teamed up with Noah Webster to simplify American English. Both felt that English that was being used at the time had a lot of inconsistencies. Letters made different sounds, spellings had rules that had to be memorized and silent letters had very little reason to exist. Ben Franklin wanted the spellings to be completely phonetic that is sound based and Webster wanted to create a guide for grammar and pronunciation. Both tried many times to convince the people to use simplified alphabet but were not successful. However, Webster ended up creating his most famous work, the Webster's Dictionary. I'm happy to know that someone had thought about how spellings can sometimes be confusing. I give this book a 4 out of 5 on language, 5 out of 5 on story, 4 out of 5 on illustrations and overall 4 out of 5. You can buy this book on Amazon or borrow it from your nearest library. It's now time for the most fun part of the show. What well, where we discover some fun shows that our parents will be happy to let us watch. This week, I discovered the movies Spelling the Dream on Netflix. This is a movie about the Scripps National Spelling Bee that is held every year in the US. It is a very prestigious event that starts at the regional level and ends at the national level. In the last 12 years, Indian American kids have won the competition every year. In fact, 26 out of the 31 winners were of Indian origin. The 2019 competition, which had eight winners, first time in history, had seven of its winners from the Indian American community. The movie takes us through the life of four such children and their journey of preparing 
for the competition. We see kids practicing for at least one to three hours a day. At one point, one of the people being interviewed says that one of the reasons Indians are successful at this competition is because most of us learn multiple languages. My favorite kid in the show was six-year-old Akash, who was not only spelling in English, but also his mother tongue, Telugu. He was very confident, and I would love to learn Telugu like him. When the kids were spelling on stage, I was very nervous for them. Some of them had lost in the last round, and I felt a little sad. The movie will teach us the importance of working hard and practicing regularly if we want to be good at something. One contestant was taking part in the competition for six years, but he never stopped practicing with the same seriousness every year. I learned that practice makes a person perfect and we should not get bored of doing it. We are almost at the end of the show and I want to leave you with some interesting facts about English. The main language behind all the spellings, English is a West Germanic language that was first spoken in the early medieval England. It is named after Angles, one of the ancient Germanic people. English has borrowed words from almost all major languages of the world. A dictionary has the list of all the words that are used in the English language around the world. There are many dictionaries, but the ones published by Oxford University, Cambridge University, and Merriam-Webster are the most reliable and authentic ones. Do you know the new words keep getting added to dictionaries every year? In 2020, one of the words that was added to the Oxford Dictionary was next tomorrow which is another word for day after tomorrow. Another word was Danfoe, which is a yellow minibus that carries passengers as a part of an informal transport system in Lagos, the largest city in Nigeria. Wow, there is so much to learn about English and spellings. That is all for this week, folks. Until next week, stay safe. Keep reading, keep spelling, and thank you and Jay Hin from Kirasadi.